Welcome back to the Unanimous Decision Podcast. I am your host, Deepalm. Follow me on Twitter at Deepalm66. Follow the show on Twitter at UDPod. Follow the entire MTR network at, you guessed it, the MTR network. You found us. Don't you dare lose us. Subscribe on iTunes. Subscribe on Spotify. Subscribe everywhere you get your podcasts for free. 99. We are back. Once again, it's Felder Friday. What up, Felder? Man, I'm excited. I Like, we got a lot to talk about, and we got a Super Bowl that I think – I. My Super Bowl take might be different. I know we're going to get to that towards the end of the show, but I am. I got. I've got a Super Bowl take for your ass, my man. I'm. Now I want to get to that first, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. <laughs> I'm gonna stay on track. I'm gonna start with something I know matters a lot to you. It matters a lot yeah. to I, us, really. Signing yeah. day. We had, I think, our third signing day of the season. Our final signing day. What do you think coming out of it? What's what's the larger picture of you? Because I know we can talk about – go somewhere else. If you want the granular, like, here's who won and why. Let's talk about the larger – how the kids have been affected in this process. I mean, it sucks. And I remember listening to Dion. Dion was like – and this is the part to me that's hypocritical about Dion. Because he talks about how high school athletes are getting cheated on signing day. They're getting over-recruited by the transfer portal. Well, guess what? Colorado signed so many transfer portal kids. If you want to be the change, if you want to see a change, you have to be the change. And he's like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm just going to keep doing what's easier for me. And I think the portal's easier for coaches. But it also makes it harder for coaches. And that's why coaches are pushing back on the portal. Like, you know this. You know the same as I do, that coaches want to make their job as easy as possible. For Dion, it's easier to recruit guys that have already been developed by somebody else, right? Versus going out finding guys, develop building a relationship with them, and then developing them. And it's something you and I have talked about for years. Yes, is are you a recruiter? Are you a coach? Yes, because a coach grows an athlete, a coach grows a young man, a coach finds a way to reach him. Mm-hmm. You had a great quote a couple of weeks ago where you talked about Tomlin. I want. What is this uncoachable thing? No, it's be, yeah. it's you have to want to learn how to right. coach these kids, and I think that that's going to become the bigger line of differentiation on these schools and on these programs. Is yeah, you can come in here and you can do it for a year, but that year runs out. Yeah, and everyone's talking about oh Colorado. Have oh, you we'll seen get another Colorado guy. schedule? Yeah, yeah, I have. It's ridiculous. They're in trouble. But they got guys that could come in and step in and go play, which is what they're doing. And the way that I think about it, I love that you brought that up because the way that I think about it, I think about the difference between Utah with Kyle Whittingham. Mm-hmm. I think about Iowa with Kirk Ferentz. I mm-hmm. think about Wisconsin, even Wisconsin right now with Fickle. He's doing weird, that, a lot of weird stuff going on in Wisconsin this week. Uh, yes, very. I don't. I'm still trying to figure out what's happening. Um, but okay. as a program, I'm saying that those are programs that build. Yes, Notre Dame from an offensive line because Notre Dame's not. They can't just get transfers willy nilly. No. And so I think Georgia Tech is an interesting one too to see how far they can go. Because they also can't get transfers willy-nilly. And I, I'll say this. I was talking to – jeez, I don't remember who I was talking to. It doesn't matter. I was talking to I was talking to a friend of mine, and she um, 
she was talking to me about um, credits. Hmm. Rerun, re, Natalie Welch. I was talking to her about credits and transfer credits. Right. They don't all transfer. I was about to say, that's a question that no one ever asks because they never <laughs> actually care about these kids. No. But credits don't all transfer. And I right. played with Gerald Sensabaugh. And Sensabaugh, he was a senior at East Tennessee State. And then he got to UNC. They bumped him down to a sophomore. Damn. And he was like, well, I guess I just play football. I'll get I can get my degree from there. That's something other people that uh, that's uh, that's another thing that people don't think about. Right. School ain't going nowhere. Mm -hmm. If you don't graduate from the school immediately, your credits are there. Right. And if you play sports on a scholarship, they'll let you come back for free. You got to pay for your room and board, but they'll let you come back with sans tuition. Hmm. Yeah, that's a huge part of continued education for these guys. Right. I've had a lot of people that came back and graduated from UNC after transferring to A&T or Central or whatever. They're like, yeah, yeah, because like, yeah. that's where the credits started. And, yeah, that's where your credits are from. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. So yeah, that's a thing that people don't talk about nearly enough. And the, the bump down from transfer credits is also huge. So I don't know. I just am very, I'm frustrated with, the hang on, let me, I, I'll pull it up because there's so like here's the thing, and let me get this. Let me get this from you. What do you think about this? Because when we look at it, What's what up? we're dealing, what we're dealing with, and with respect to signing day. So you move signing day up, right? You, me, right. signing day, February, February. That's where, yes, yes. So you move it to December. Cool. Got it. Coaching calendar. Can I be, can I be honest? Just because I'm old. Yeah. Even the December move made me feel weird. Yeah. Because you're barely out of the playoffs in this, like in, in Georgia. Yeah. Back then. Yeah. Like I was playing on Thanksgiving in regular season S games. Yep. So you know what you're not doing? Going on visits. Exactly. You got less information. Less information. That's what I was going to – that's the next thing I was going right. to say. Football has the smallest sample size. Small sample size of any sport. AAU kids play they, – they play 20 games a week, dude. Yeah. So smaller sample size, condensed schedule – Early signing days in December, coaching changes have to happen earlier. Mm -hmm. But if they don't happen earlier, and that's the other part, think about this. Nick Saban retired in 2024. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a great point. He signed 20-something kids in 2023. They all signed up to play for Nick Saban. Rightfully so. Jim Harbaugh went to the Chargers. Is it Chargers, right? Chargers, yeah. Yeah. He went to the Chargers in 2024. Okay. But he also signed those kids to play for him. 100%. Okay. Well, wow. So I just, I leave and those guys. So now we go to the transfer portal. 
Because those kids are like, I didn't sign up to play for this guy, especially the Alabama kids. They yeah, don't know who Kalen DeBoer is. For real. They don't know who he is. Right. Because guess what? He probably wasn't recruiting them in the first place. Like, it's not Bingo. like there's some crossover where it's like, oh, regionally, of course, it makes a little sense. Bingo. Y'all went to Washington. Yeah. I love the move from Alabama, but I think that it's going to take a couple years to fix it oh. and get back on track because these kids were like, my mom liked Miss Terry. Yeah. Miss Terry's part of the Bama package. Yeah. And so it's a different world. And we talked about the small sample size. Like we talked about the transfer portal where these guys are going to be in there. And we talked about the coaching changes because, by the way, if you're Kalen DeBoer, if you're, uh, what is it, Sharon Moore, mm-hmm. if you're Mike Elko at AM, you have to build a staff. These guys don't know who any of these guys are. Like the right. players don't know who any of the coaches are. I think so, that gets lost in a lot of people is that when you're replacing coaches, it's not just replacing, oh, Nick coach. Saban's out, this guy's in. No, it's relationships. It's this, and this goes to a lot of things, but particularly sports, it's a people business. You can put numbers in front of it, but if yeah. the people do not interact in a way that is going to maximize their potential, you will never achieve anything. And now you've got a group of people who are brought here by one group, by a, this group. a singular vision. Not just a group, a singular vision of Nick Saban yep. at the top. And now that's going to trickle down. Yeah, and that's the part. I just, I don't know. And and then you go back, like signing day. I um I turned on SEC Network, ACC Network, Pac-12 Network. Pac-12 Network, I don't know what, I don't know what's going to happen there. Um, <laughs> I can't I believe you have it. I have it, and I have friends that work there, and it's just like. Oh, that's amazing. As long as the checks don't bounce, good for them. ESPNU, but I turn it on and no one. There was no signing day special. Nope. I got into a huge fight with Discovery and Turner because they wanted me to do a reaction show on Wednesday morning. And I was like, that's that's not the time. That's not the time. How how? Nothing's happened. Right. So it just is one of those things where you just have to deal with it. I think the December signing day makes it easy for coaches if you're staying at your job. If you're Brian Kelly, it's fun. It's nice. You don't have to worry about anything. But if you're – can you imagine getting hired on January 7th? You got this class of kids that just signed. You know – and they're not signed, enrolled. Yeah, yeah. Enroll. Mm-hmm. And then you got to figure out how to handle all this. So it's just, I don't know. I, I, I hate it. I don't like it. I don't like the early signing day. Um, what, what What's next? What do we got? I want to talk, stay in Bama. Nick Saban's going to game day. Yeah. Yeah. It was Good perfect. This is, we called this, didn't we? We said this was yeah. going to happen. Yeah. He's this is a good. Go ahead. It, it's a great replacement for Lee Corso is how I feel. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. we got to get this man off television. <laughs> I'm not saying it in a mad – I'm not being rude. You're, I don't you're being factual. It's a difference between rude and being factual. You're telling the truth. This man can't be on television more. It's no. It's irresponsible, honestly. Yeah, it's – you're asking this man to fly around the country all the time 
This is elderly abuse. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm willing to go that far, but yes, it's this is a step in the right direction. Nick Saban ain't young. He's 70. What is he, 72? 72, yeah. How old is Lee Corso? I don't, okay, it's I'll look I don't it up right here. Data I do not have at my hands. I right got it right now. here. I believe Lee, he's he's over 80. He's got to be over 80. Lee Corso age. Lee Corso. He's born in, he's 88 years old. God, dude, that's wild worse than I thought it was. Yeah. Yeah, y'all need to sit. Y'all, mm, yeah, now I feel worse about it. He could Skype in. <laughs> well, I think that's what it was. I think the Zoom season kind of extended his, his shelf life. But like I'm just saying, like I'm I'm, I'm being honest. Like my, my grandfather just passed away a year ago. And mm. the idea of someone and listen, he's a black man that lived to be 90. Like that's right. that doesn't happen. Right. And I'm just like thinking about the last like few years of his life. I'm like, yo, man, you can't ask him to do this. That's all. That's the way I view it. Like you yeah. can't ask this man to do that. And, and sure, it, people like it and it feels cool and whatever. But yo, why do you think they got Lou Holtz off the? That Lou Holtz is, you know, Lou Holtz is a series of other issues as well. Sure, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like. He also like he's a series of other issues because of the main issue, which is how old he is. Old and racist. It, it could be both. Sure. Yeah. No. One hundred percent. Absolutely. He's racist because uh, he's old. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of old non-racist people. <laughs> yeah, they're black. They're not, they're, they're not all. That's very funny. They're not all black. Okay, let's talk about. Um, the toppling of the NCAA. I talked about this last uh, week with Jason. Um, I love getting you, dude. I love getting that, you. That got me. That one got me. <laughs> SEC and Big Ten have agreed to advise the NCAA. Is this not like a loan jerk advising you on how much money they should give you? Like, what, nice, nice, nice existence you have here. We could just take our toys and leave whenever we want. Yeah. This is. Yeah. This is. This is. You know what this is. This is the kid that shows up that has the the basketball that's an indoor outdoor basketball. So it's got more grip mm -hmm. than the than the like than the it's got more grip than the outdoor basketball, but it's also got the ability to be durable for the yeah. outdoor court. And you're like, oh man, okay, yeah, we'll use your basketball. And they're like, at any time they can leave. I can go home. I can get the. Fuck. Guess who's winning? My yeah. mom's got pop tarts. <laughs> <laughs> so, are we over under five more years of the NCAA being involved in high level football? Because I remind everyone who's listening and shaking their heads, like that's crazy. They don't negotiate TV deals. They right. do not legislate national championship. They yeah. don't adjudicate anything. As the Big Ten is the one who punished Jim Harbaugh, who only coached like six games this season. Never. I know. Um, what would you say you do here? I so here's the thing because they can't even keep kids broke anymore. That used to be the number one job keep them broke. They can't mm -hmm. even do that shit right. Well, so here's the thing this is what I think. I think one of the biggest things is they're going to be able to still handle nobody wants to handle uh officials, nobody wants to handle rules like hardcore rules, nobody wants to handle the calendar. And those are the things I think they have to live on. No one, you, am I wrong? Did you just call the NCAA a virtual assistant? Yeah. 
<laughs> okay, I just yes. wanted to be sure when I was grasping what she was like, okay, go ahead, because I apologize. No, you're not wrong. Like, no one wants to handle the calendar. No one wants to be like, is well, it NCAA so you know. memorial? Like, what the fuck? Are you, like, you're not wrong is the thing, but like hearing it out loud makes me crazy. Yeah, but it's like, hey, just so you know, on January this, we're going to have that. And then also in April, it's this. And um, what? Okay, yeah. Okay, so we're going to do this in June. By the way, can I ask you something? Sure. How do you feel about these June fucking visits? Because I think they suck. What's the point? It's all these guys. Hang on, hang on. Let me, let me, let me flesh my point out. June, you visit Alabama in June. You visit A and M in June. You visit Washington in June. You visit Nebraska in June. And then all these coaching moves happen. Michigan in June. All these coaching moves happen in December. What are we doing? See, you're taking an even bigger picture than I was taking it. Mine was, one, yes, you're going there for football, but also you need to see what the campus is like. A, a college college campus is a dead time. Yes. Two, hey, oh, I was in Michigan in June. You know it's Michigan's not like in June when you play fucking football. Like, what are we talking about? Thank you. But yes, the larger point is the one that you're saying, coach movement. Mine was just like, this is not a represent. This is a really bad gauge of how to right. see how your college experience is going to go. Yeah, no, I like. I think Alabama. That's why. That's why I started with Alabama. Right. Alabama in June is going to be pretty much the same as Alabama in November. Right. Like it's sure there's going to be leaves falling and it's whatever. Southern states generate more better football players in general. Yes, absolutely, and that's just a fact. And I'm sorry if you have listeners you can, that you live can do the sport. North, year, right. It's the same as baseball. If you can do the sport year round, you're going to have more people who are good at it. That's yep. it. Dude, we, I'm friends with a lot of baseball players, and the fact that everyone that I know that played baseball up north, they have to spend a month in the south. Like, as college baseball players, they yeah. have to – So, which, by the way, how are they getting a very good education? I've asked that question. They laughed at me. If, if, they, <laughs> if they have to spend a month in the south, how yeah. are they getting a no, great education? You're not, you're not wrong. Because they have to spend a month in the South to play baseball. And they literally, they don't go to school. No. It's crazy. So, no, I just, anyways, the point for me, I just, I'm. it's frustrating. And I just, I get, I'm just so, maybe I'm getting old. We, maybe we it's are, because I have we, a kid. Mm-hmm. It matters more because we were those kids. Yeah. We were those kids. Like I think that's what's different. Is like I don't. We were never the stars. We were never going to be the go where you want. Right. We were the other kids. We were the rest of these kids who, by the way, without you don't have a sport. You don't have a product without the backup left guard. So they should all get paid fairly yeah. from TV contracts. Now speaking of people who are getting paid very fairly, the yes. Super Bowl is this weekend. Yes, the underdog Chiefs taking on the vaunted. Favored by two and a half points, uh, San Francisco 49ers. Can I just say this before we get into any part of the game? The proliferation of gambling has ruined this goddamn sport. It's I I I agree. Disgusting. Like I like I always liked. I will say this. I always like like the the betting on how long the um, 
Anthem? The Anthem would lie. That's my gamble every year. I like that. It's my favorite bet. I like the heads or tails. I like that. And then you start to add in more and more and more, and it's like, whether we call them props or not, but like mm-hmm. the idea of like, this guy gets this many yards, or this guy does this. This, this many catches. Goes, or, I don't, man. But it's also, I don't, I'll be honest, I don't, I, you know what? I kind of disagree. Because okay. they're just, they do want to win a game. Yes. I think that the gambling part of the sport that is, that is really screwing up football is like daily fantasy. I mean, I mean more like not screwing up the game as itself, but like watching how fans enjoy it. Like, oh man, yes. look at that. Okay, yeah, I need yeah. three more of those. Like, I hate you very much. Yes, no, it's you're one hundred percent on that. I was thinking more like daily fantasy and like, oh, yeah, guys trying to get parlays and I got you. Yeah, yeah. No, that's I was all. thinking more just like the, sports, the football experience is lessened because I can't listen to a podcast or have a conversation about Dude. football without hearing about hey, so what? Who you got? What's the line? Like, what? Why? Why? Don't uh, just talk about dude. football. Let's just yeah. you know what I'm. You know what my favorite thing that you and I ever did was what tape don't lie. Yeah, yeah, talking about football. Talking about football, man, that was so much fun. Um, I'd, that's what I Good. I'd love, and this is this is something I pitched, and they were like, "I think this won't go over very well," <laughs> <laughs> because you're going to make people feel stupid. Yeah. But I was like, I just want to have. I wanted. I wanted my pitch was to go to the to Duke's Mayo the kickoff, and. All I wanted to do was take a whiteboard, black marker. Hey man, draw me up cover three. Show me, show me cover two. That would be such good content. Because you'd you run show- into someone who did it because he's like, yeah, I played high school ball. I'm like, cool, that makes a lot of sense. And then you run into yeah. 30,000 people who get it wrong. Yeah. Show me, can you show me a text? Show me a text. Hey, let me, hey, here's all I need. Show me cover two in the back end, and then I want to see a little cha-cha to a text, and let's go. Have and they would be like, what the what fuck the are you talking about? <laughs> what are I you talking you, about? Have I told you about how I got Susan to like football? How? So when she was growing up, she I was – a story too. She was like the artsy kid, and she never – she hated the football players. It was a small town in Georgia. She hated football, and we started mm-hmm. dating. It was like the fall, and I was like, so let's go to the bar and watch football. My friend, she goes, people actually do that? And I was like – yeah. All right. So, like, this is a real thing. So, like, that season was Georgia made the SC title game, and mm-hmm. Aaron Murray threw that ball short in the end zone. Yep. And it was the was same this, year. Is this 08? No. God, we've been together 12 years. So, 11? 11. Okay. Or 12. It, it's right That's in that Col- window. Is that Colt Brennan? No, no, that was 08. That was bad. Okay. <laughs> was um, <laughs> no, it was the same year the Falcons made the. Uh, I, I was thinking of Matt Stafford. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> it was the same year the Falcons made the SEC or NFC title game, and she was like, "This is football. This is fun." And I was like, "This is not what most seasons are like. Do not enjoy this. Don't and have fun." During that, yeah, exactly. But during that run, we were watching Georgia play, and they're playing. It was a bigger game, but it wasn't huge. So I was in public, and these guys behind me in the booth were like, they were, "They were just being loud. Why are we sitting in cover three? Why can't we?" And we're just sitting in two. And I'm like, "I don't know why they're saying like, this is just like vision." So. Wrong. At halftime, I went over and took a salt shaker, pepper shaker, and explained it. Coverages, yeah. Susan, but Susan understands coverages now because she learned football from me, and she's a weirdo now. 
dude, I'm you're hey, I'm gonna tell you the best. I was already working in football when Kristen and I met, but it's been a real kind of cool experience the last few weeks because college football's done, which is my right. main job. Right. And so I get to show her stuff. And instead of just me like being upset about something, she's like, well, why are you <laughs> upset about that? And so I can pause the NFL game, rewind mm -hmm. it and show her. Like I showed her, hang on, let me show you. You, cause I know you're already going to know this. When a defensive lineman has got that arm cocked. Yeah. The jet. Yeah. He's coming. He's going. That's yeah. what going. He gone. Yeah. And she was like, that's what you think about when you watch football? And I was like, yeah. That's, that's what I'm <laughs> yeah. And that's when you realize that's not what other people think about. They don't, they don't even notice it. I'm like, yo, what are we doing? Because I see because you're, you're calling out splits like that guy's pulling. How do you know that? Just look at the depth that you're look talking at, about. <laughs> yeah. And then, so you see one guy cocked. So what do you do? You look at the other side of the line, mm -hmm. and guess what? They're all loaded because they gotta make sure. That he's gonna run them up, and they mm -hmm. got to make sure they hold contain, and that's what I think about with football. That's how right. I view it, right? And it's just one of those things that just like, again, like my goal is to make a smarter football fan. I I know that's your goal too. Like it just, but when you see a guy just straight cocked and locked and just arm ready to just pull, I'm like, yo, he. I, I can tell you that full sprinter wide nine, like I'm coming. Like he's on the blocks. Like it looks like what are you are? Are you you saying bolt? I guess he's coming. And <laughs> makes line calls pretty easy though. Yeah. Oh no, I'm sure it does. But you just look at it but and you're like oh. stop it. You're like, yo, stop it. Well, that's the problem, is you're like, oh, I don't I know what's gonna happen, but the problem is. This guy weighs 275 pounds and runs a 4'7", and I got a problem because he's yes. going to hurt me. Mm -hmm. So, no, or I just – I, I got to get in front of him. Uh, or or it's like, yo, the quarterback said this, so I guess we're still sliding left. Man. And I guess the running back is going to have to deal with this. You got to trust this? Like, hey, man, you better go low. <laughs> hurt him bad. <laughs> We need to stop this shit now. This, this shit is ends a today. And you're like, if you're the Jacksonville Jaguars, you're like, God damn it, it's Travis ATM back there. We are fucked. Yo, nothing we can do. You just can't block. Oh, you can't do it. We're you done. It's fella. over. But no, I'm excited for the Super Bowl. I am excited. And I will say this. And I'm gonna I'm gonna put my bullshit on front street already. Let's hear it. I want to hear your prediction. I think this the 49ers win. I know they're yeah. the favorite, so that's not a weird thing. I think yeah. I think Kittle has an amazing game. Hmm. I think I think he is tired of this Taylor Swift shit. I think he is tired of the Travis Kelsey shit, and I think he's like, "Nah, dog, it's me. Let's go." I like this. I like this. Is a spice, you know, because it's not how I feel about this. Because I want to talk about first, like when the Niners have the ball, you're pointing at Kittle. I'm pointing at CMC. Like if oh, you I don't love CMC. run with. If you don't run it with him forty times, like you've done a horrible injustice. Horrible. You said, you're injustice. you're going forty. I I was gonna say I said he needs to have thirty touches. I wrote down a billion, so I, I kind of okay. <laughs> how I feel about this? They just need to run that motherfucker until he can't run no more. Because like, but thirty okay. touches is realistic. Can I just can I? And I hate revisiting this, but I pulled yeah. this stat up earlier, and it's been bugging me ever since I saw it. I saw it three days ago. 
Mm-hmm. When the Chiefs had six or fewer defenders in the box, the Ravens ran 33 dropbacks. That's a problem. It's a problem. One quarterback designed run and one run by carry. And I say that to say this the concern I have for the Niners offense is the propensity to feel like you're in a track meet because it's the Chiefs on the other side. Because, but it's not. You, they scored 17 I, points. No, dog, I'm not saying it's not. I'm telling. I'm saying psychologically, and with the guy who we know is not the who is. If had they had Eric Bieniemy, if they still had Eric Bieniemy, sure, he's there. What are you talking about? He gave them a speech at the halftime of the last game. He's been with them the last two weeks. He's, he's not calling the plays. He's unemployed. He might be. Come on, he's not. They calling had Mahomes the saying, hey, "Oh, EB's here." Everyone just felt a lot more calm. They had sure. him on record saying that. So, all, and I'm not even saying it's accurate or logical. I'm saying that in the mind of Kyle Shanahan, mm-hmm. who in the best of times has made bad decisions. If he goes down two scores to Mahomes, that whole Kyle really wants to throw the ball a lot could actually happen again. Like, that's my concern for the Niners offense, is that they get off to a slow start. Okay, like, okay, you're, listen, you went tail of two cities on me. I read books, too. <laughs> I just, it's, to me... Run CMC. I agree with you. Okay. But I think Kittle is coming out. You think his wife is, like, happy right now? That money keep coming. She's very happy. Oh, that's, no, I'm sorry. No. That's, that's no. the fullback. That's the most famous fullback in America. His wife's happy because she keeps selling him clothes. I apologize. I mixed up no. my white fullback adjacent people on yeah. the Niners. I apologize. If his, if his wife, his wife is like, I'm tired of this Taylor Swift bullshit. Go out there and kill this man. But you know, it's like a, they got that tight end you shit in Nashville. Like this is a this is an, I don't feel you. Really, you think it's like that, bro? It's not it's that they don't like candle. each other. It's not that they don't like each other. I just think that, like, let me put it this way: if if Susan had to keep hearing how Michael Felder was the best podcaster. She does. No, she doesn't. I'm not even good. (laughs) She'd be like, yo, go. You show him. Do what you do. I believe in you, player. Go do what you do. That is her. That is her. You're right. She would say that. All I'm saying is with the psychology of Kyle Shanahan, the scoreboard matters. That's what that's my biggest concern is that he he will get away from that CMC trust trust the process type of shit. He yes, what what I mean, we saw John Harbaugh do that too, right? And not just John Harbaugh, but just like Todd Mon- your your boy yeah, Monk. Todd. It it happens because you because they're don't so name cool your and kid so Todd much. ever. No, please don't. But they're gonna panic. Like they like and you know what's For not what? gonna happen? You know what's not gonna happen on the other sidelines? They're not gonna panic no matter what. They've seen it all. All right, so, so here's what I want to do this. Who are the best players? And let's go down the list. Best players. Give me ten best players. I'm writing them down right now. Ten best players in this game. Obviously, we go Mahomes number one, right? Yes. Mahomes one. Mm-hmm. CMC two. That's fair. Do we go Bosa at three? After the last few weeks, I might. He had what two sacks last game? Yeah, and then we go he what? Turned it on. Then we go Kelsey. Chris Jones. Jones, oh, look at that. I like that answer. That's a good (laughs) answer. I love it. Jones, then Kelsey. Jones and Kelsey. 
Then we go Kittle. Kittle, yeah. Trent Williams. Where's Debo? Trent Williams. After after Trent Williams is on this list, I will not allow it not to happen. Williams, Debo. Okay. Who's the who's the right tackle for um not the Chiefs? No, not the Chiefs. Who's the, Trent Williams played he plays left yeah. tackle. Yeah. Who's the guy that cheats all the time for the Chiefs? <laughs> I, you see him, right? I do see his cheat, man. But you know Bruh. what? Lyman well, solidarity. As long as they, if they ain't calling it no penalty, what are you talking about? Next question. All right, so now I the problem is we don't have we have no defensive backs, we have no mm -hmm. wide receiver. We have one wide receiver, Debo. we have Depot Samuels. We have no we have no linebackers. Remember when the Super Bowl had linebackers that were good? Well, that's, so that's that's why when you said Kittle, I kind of brightened up because that's why my head went. Because the weakness of the, the strength of that Kansas City secondary is not me not being able to name them does not mean they're not good. This is the number one defense they're Kansas City has had versus DVOA in the Mahomes era. The weakness of that defense, and the reason why you and I were so upset against secondary. is well, not no, it's the it's the second it's level. Game. There's the it's, it's the middle, the, the middle, the middle. That's why when yeah, you said Kittle, level. I was that's like, what I'm yeah, I love where your heads at with Kittle because that's where you can make money. But that's why, like, I don't know. So if I'm if I'm if I'm labeling units in this game, the best unit out there is the Chiefs defense. The second best is the Niners offense. The third best, the fact that the worst unit out there is the Niners defense, give makes me worried. And the fact that Andy Reid had two weeks makes me worried because I want to talk about now when the Chiefs have the ball. Mahomes, his goat status is on. Like this is it. Like this is. I think to catch the football. <laughs> Don't come um, on. They've learned, they to throw to, they've learned to stop throwing to certain people. Man, we didn't like Kadaris didn't even like they were like, no. Stay at home. <laughs> you don't even, don't even go Why is it not a plane ticket for my name? Don't worry about it. Don't worry. Just, Kader, just hang out. Like Kadaris, like like toting was literally, you know what he was? It was like bring um uh napkins and plates. <laughs> <laughs> like bring napkins and plates. Cause like, no. Oh, we don't that, want your potato salad. We don't want your macaroni if, and cheese. If, if that needed clarification, that's a two Americas comment, but I appreciate you, you pushing it out. They're like, just you know what? Why don't you get ice? Oh, ice. Oh, that's that's a that you know ice is when you're like 19 and like yeah. they don't trust you with shit. Just bring ice. Just they know ice. be on time because you're not the only person told to get ice because they know you're not gonna be on time. They're like you gotta yeah, earn just, the right just, to bring shit. Just get ice. And you know what? Just get ice and park on the curb. It's fine. We've been that child. Um, yeah, like, I, have, I have been that child. I remember, about, I remember yeah. getting a phone call from my mother on Thanksgiving when I'm supposed to be cooking a turkey. And I woke up at 11 o'clock because I we got wild on Wednesday. And she goes, are you cooking this turkey or not? And I was like, I'll be home in 20 minutes. Thank you. Like, you just got, like, but guess what? I showed up and I didn't make that turkey and it was very I good. The turkey, I bet the turkey was delicious. I bet the turkey, turkey was, was good. So, like, I'm better. I'm even better than that. Like, she didn't say, get ice. She was like, I'm double checking. Make sure you're still cooking this turkey. That you're still doing it. But, like, he, like, I don't, man, I don't know. 
Like, who's catching the ball outside of Kelsey? Rice stepped up a little bit. Okay. But you're not like I'm a, you're not wrong. Like that's the big but you have Debo, you got Kittle. You got CMC. But they're going against a better defense. Like that's the thing is that yes, the Chiefs have less, but the defense they're going against is less impressive. Dude. I watch the Lions do all this shit to them. I know I listen, I'm I live in a house of uh, with a Lions fan. <laughs> okay. So I have to keep my You're very aware of any successes that may have come their way. I have to keep my voice down. I gotta keep my voice down because I live in a house with a with a with a true Detroit Lions fan. Grew up, born and raised Detroit Lions. But Aiden Hutchinson. I'm I don't not think... talking about their defense. I'm talking about their offense. And the fact offensively, the they're young. The, the Niners, Niners couldn't are stop. Young. No, I'm saying the Niners couldn't stop them though. Like, and that's what worries me. That's why okay. I'm saying that okay. you could go down early to Patrick Mahomes and get really a little nervous and start making some Kyle Shanahan plays. Make some bad decisions. I got you. I the see anniversary of 28 to three was like three days ago, bro. Like I lived. The, I was a Falcons fan then. That shit they're, stung. Yeah, you're saying okay. I see what you're saying now. It, it took me a second because I'm dumb. Um. It took me a second to realize you're saying that if the Chiefs early, early get it popping, mm -hmm. if that script worked, all of a sudden you're like, oh, they're going to get, get hot in here. Get a little warm. They're, yeah, they're going to be like Nelly. <laughs> yes. They'll take they'll take off all their clothes and man, their man. clothes are the run game that they should be using. <laughs> Cause you feel, cause it's like it's like when you're up. Or you, used to be when you'd be up five on the Warriors. Like, hey, yeah, this don't count. All of a sudden, mm -hmm. they score a billion points. It's the reverse. Cause when you're the Chiefs are up on you, it feels like so much more than it is. You pressure. saw how panic. Yeah, they're, the pressure they're gets David, so real. This David Bowie shit over here, man. And so that's my concern for the outcome of the game. Not concerned. Just the thing I got my eye on. If the Chiefs come out popping, if they've got this Eric B enemy magic, yo, like the fact that this. <clears throat> mm. Look, I'm what do you sure think Cliff, about I'm, Purdy? I'm sure Cliff Kingsbury is a very nice young man. I'm not. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm couching the next thing I'm about to say. Okay. But this motherfucker has failed upwards at every given turn. I know people say, "Oh, he was at uh, was it Texas Tech? He was at Te they don't want motherfucker. He's the only coach who's never won at Texas Tech. Everyone yep. else won there. He's yep. the only one who loved losing record." Like this guy is a nobody, and to say to Eric Bieniemy, your services will no longer be needed when he made Sam Howell look like that, sirs and gentlemen and ladies and gentlewomen's. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Because now he's going back. He's just gonna go back. Yeah, he's just gonna go back. Dead man. He's gonna so imagine uh... him coming back with them still having um um Spagnolo calling that defense because you know what he's gonna do for this uh Niners offense, he'll cook up some shit. Dude, I just I can't get over the fact that they have Debo, CMC, and Kittle. I just can't I can't. I hope man, I look, I hope you're right. I kind of hope you're right, but part of me is like I like watching Jordan hit jumpers. Like I like watching greatness. I kind of am cheering for Mahomes to continue this shit. I don't have a problem with Taylor Swift, huh? I, I don't have a problem. I mean, no, 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 I know you don't. I'm just, I'm just saying, like for me, like personally, I was going to say we did have a huge part of the episode that we did have to cut out uh, from hit D that we did because 
we were talking about Taylor Swift, and we were like, oh, you know what? Let's just cut this out. It just seems safer not to let this hit. <laughs> we shouldn't put this out. <laughs> you gotta put that up on the paywall or some shit. I gotta. It hear. wasn't. About, it wasn't. About, to be fair, it wasn't about her. It was about her fans. It's a different thing. That's worse. No, this. I may cut this part. What the fuck are you doing? Um, I'm not doing anything wrong. I didn't say anything bad. I didn't say if their fans were good or bad. I'm just saying, like, it was just. We talked about her fans, and that's fine. If that's Eric Bieniemy, if Eric Bieniemy, like, then who, CM- who's the only now? CMC. Okay, I think CMC is the best. Oh, Let's now see. I'm having a problem. What's up? I think Christian McCaffrey is probably the best football player in this game. You think he's better than Patrick Mahomes? As a football player, yeah. Yes. I think Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback. No problem. Obviously in Brock Purdy, and we can talk, we're gonna talk about that here in a second. Mahomes the best quarterback. No problem. Easily. I think CMC is the best football player. I think Bosa is probably the second best football player. I think if we're going to talk about it, I think, I think probably Kelsey Williams, then Kittle are the next best football football players. And when I say football players, and you know what I mean, I do actual football. But players. now we're now we're talking. Now it's a larger debate on the impact and weight and. How that's much the pro- we that's, give quarterbacks. Right. Yes, and we give okay, quarterbacks. What I'm so talking about, okay, so let's just do, yes, he doesn't do football things. He's a quarterback. But sure. as a quarterback, he is the best from his platform, best off platform. And now they've yep. got him calling. Like I watched him call protections last last game. I so watched I. him do it. I so watched I. him like active yeah. checks in the line. So like everything yeah. that we ask for a quarterback to do, he's doing it at the highest level we've ever seen. So for me, that makes him a football player. Once you cross the shoulder, like I'm a serviceable quarterback, to I change the outcome of football games through my play. Hey, you're a football player now. He is the best at his position. It's so mean. He's the best at it. How's that? That's not mean. It's not mean. It's not mean. It's not accurate. I call look, man. I call quarterbacks tall kickers. I call them tall kickers. I'm right with you. He's the best at his position. Yes. Now, if you needed a football player. Yes. As a quarterback, okay. all right. All right. would you take him or Lamar Jackson? If they had that's, to do something different. It's not a – I'd take Lamar Jackson. Thank you. Okay. That's all. That's, that's all I'm asking. All right. So, for the for the last part of this conversation, I would want you to take you, Christian McCaffrey. Would you take Christian McCaffrey if you had to ask would, someone to play something else to do anything different? Over who? Patrick Mahomes. Yes. God, yes. Okay. I'm not so I'm not crazy. You're not crazy. I know what you're saying. I know exactly what you're saying. I do want to ask you this. Yes. What what do you think you'd have to do for me to come around on Rock Purdy on Sunday? Is there anything you can do to make me come around on Rock Purdy? Man, I love this dude. I know you do. That's why I asked you this question. I was like, this is a Purdy convert. This is a Purdy. He started the church in, in Iowa State. So I need to talk to him yeah. now because you know, I've gone back. I'm not saying that I was wrong. I was never wrong. I do think that he's better than I was giving him credit for. And I also mm-hmm. think that he was underdrafted because of his height. Mm-hmm. And he's overperformed for a draft position, obviously. Mm-hmm. So as someone who's willing to come off of these 
Mm-hmm. Previously, from Hill Santos, I want to ask, what do you think you could do on Sunday to make me become a full uh, party file as yourself? Okay, here we go. Let's do it. The flask is open. The flask is up. Here goes Michael Felder. So here's what I'm saying. I think to convert you, and I know how you stay, where you stand on football. You stand on business. I will say that. And you know what you're talking about. <laughs> but I think that Brock, there are probably, I'm going to go with three things that Brock Purdy could do. One is working on protection and working within the element of protection where he understands pressure's coming from here. I move here. Mm-hmm. I make sure that my offensive line is set up. That's one. Mm-hmm. Two, I think the second one is delivering. Ball's on time. On time. Boom. Get the ball out. Don't make them have to block longer. Don't make them have to like do extra stuff. Don't don't create holes. And three, when he does scramble, make it work. Make it count. Those are the three things I think he can do that convert you. I think he, honestly he does those three things. They could win this football game. That's crazy to me. Yeah, That's look at crazy me. to say. You think I don't know how to talk to an offensive lineman? <laughs> sell it, sell it, brother. Uh, Felder, we're gonna have you on next Friday to do yep. like a full breakdown of the Super Bowl. I'm yep. taking notes during the game because I've got me and the wife Same. and the baby. So hey, that's my Super Bowl Sunday. Um, the NBA trailer line is happening as a recording, so I'm not gonna cover any of that shit. Go to somewhere else's <laughs> podcast for that. Uh, on Monday, on Tuesday's podcast, when it drops, it's going to be Rich Fan from PW Torch. We're going to be talking. He's a noted Chiefs shill, so it'll be entertaining either way, however Sunday goes. We're also going to be talking about the road to WrestleMania and nice. um, some of those events. Wait, there. is is WrestleMania the same day as the Super Bowl? No, no, no. WrestleMania is in March. It's just they're doing – Okay. You don't, don't have that kind of time. Let's, let's just tell people where they can find I was, I was about to be like, that's crazy. <laughs> that's some cocky shit. <laughs> Felder, tell them where they can find you, brother. Folks, you can check me out uh, for College Sports Now on Liffield, but make sure you check me out on uh, itsfelder.substack.com. We just got um, the four hard downs up, and on Friday, which is Felder Friday, we are going to do uh, a podcast. We're going to do a video, because I have a video of Brock Purdy throwing to Kittle, who I think is going to be – I think Kittle might win the MVP. So let's just, that's all. That's that's all I'm saying. I think that he might win the MVP. Like, if he doesn't win it, Purdy's going to win it, but Purdy's going to win it by throwing it to Kittle. So that's (laughs) it. There we go. Boom. That's fantastic, man. Thank you for coming on. Uh, We'll be back early next week with more podcasts. That was your show. There is no outro. See you guys next week.